Hey friends, welcome to another episode of From Busy to Rich with Wes Young. This podcast is designed to inspire advisors to increase their profitability and quality of life. In today's episode, we're going to have a very, very detailed conversation around a specific assessment. If you listen to last week's episode, we talked about assessments as a whole. And this week, we're going to talk about a specific assessment that, that Wes really likes. Uh, and we're going to dive into why. And it's a, it's a newer assessment. And so I was sort of surprised how it jumped to the front and the back with all the others that have been around for some of them decades. So uh, Wes, welcome to the show. Great to see you. Great to be here, Andy. Looking forward to diving in. And uh, Justin, uh, I, I, I probably should have warned you, but uh, I might have to ask of your uh, geniuses, competencies, and frustrations. So you might have to look those up. Uh, I have to remember mine. And now, if that means nothing right now, it'll mean it'll it'll make sense in about fifteen minutes. So, uh, Wes, let's start with the the name of this first assessment uh, is the Working Genius. Yes, let's let's break down that first of all. Like, why do you like even the name of it? I love I love that name. Uh, yeah. But but it's, I think that I, I like things that make sense in their names, right? Dude. Like we run a program called How to Charge for Your Advice. Like if there's no, we used to have a cute name for it. Now we don't. It's just that, you know, that's what it does. Um, and, and so I'm, 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 what, it, why does it make sense within the context of working genius? And then we'll go into the three different parts of what working genius measures. You bet. Yeah. So there's, a, there's a great Paul Harris quote and it says, personality has the power to uplift, the power to depress, the power to curse and the power to bless. And, and I love that quote because when I think about the working genius and I've done extensive like work with this, with our team over time, it is, it is such a way for you to turn on all the positive attributes of what makes you, you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and so the, when you think about the, the working genius, it was actually created, um, gosh, now probably close to three years ago. Uh, Patrick Lencioni, uh, who's a well-known best-selling author, uh, you know, 25 year consultant at through the table group, which is a well known, well thought of, uh, consulting business consulting group. Um, again, like I said, you can go through any of his books are fantastic. I, they created this because he, he initially would come home from a day at work and wonder why he was so tired and frustrated mm-hmm. and unsatisfied some days. And then other days, why he was so full of energy. And, and it wasn't that the day wasn't challenging and it wasn't that there was, there was his list like, busy. It's just, he felt better at the end of the day. And, and as a result, him and his team started asking these questions about well, what's going on in the day, the, the workflow day that's causing right. one outcome versus another. And, and, and hence was the birth of the working genius. You can go to the, we, we recommend go to the working genius podcast that they do at the table group because they, that's every single week. You can check that one out. It's on my list. Do you, listen, do you listen to all those? Do you listen to all those? I do. All right, here's my here's my caution if you're gonna listen to those episodes. Go find the episodes where they break down what they're talking about. Because if you don't know if you jump into like the latest episode, you're like, fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, it's like sitting, you know, if it was for me to go sit around a bunch, you know, Justin and his, you know, military friends, right? You know, he was an active service. It's like they're just using, you know, these acronyms and I'm like, I what does that mean? You know, what does that mean? And what does that mean? And you know, at, you you have to understand the language of it. Once you understand the language of it, it's really powerful. But I made a mistake of sort of going to the latest episode and I was like, what is this going? So yeah, go go back to understand what they're talking about. But then once you understand the language, it's really, really powerful. Um, so Lencioni, again, uh, 
one of the most often referred uh, books that I, I give people, we send it out when they become members of our community. And, uh, you know, it's a, I think a horribly named book, uh, but it's getting naked. Uh, you know, thankfully the cover is very tasteful. Uh, but you just have to be careful, like send people the direct link. You know, even on Amazon, you can find yourself yeah, with a romance Don't type novel. that into the search browser. Uh, no, context. no, 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 no. You get a call from compliance on that one. Uh, but but Lencioni's book, Getting Naked, phenomenal book if you charge for planning. Really a must read. And my caution for people in reading the book beyond, you know, search carefully is um, that you, if, you, if you started at 10 o'clock at night, you may not go to bed till midnight. Because a lot of people read that in one sitting because it's an allegory. Is that the right phrase for it? Like it's a story that communicates a lesson. Uh, and now it's not so far off. Like it, it teaches you how to give good advice through a story about people who give good advice. It's not like right. who moved my cheese, which I never understood who moved my cheese. I was like, I didn't, I missed the whole thing with the cheese and the move, whatever. But it, 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 he's a great, great author. And I loved it. This was born out of, it might only be three years old, but born out of probably three decades with oh, yeah. of Lencioni being in the thick of helping people succeed. Right. And in my opinion, uh, and cause we, we we're deep in a lot of these assessments is if you go back and listen to the podcast before this one, which if you haven't listened to that one, I'd stop, I'd go check that one out. The one right before this, because we dove deep into assessment as a whole. Yeah. But this, in my opinion, is the easiest, most transferable, easy to pick up and apply yeah. assessment out there right now. Not to say, don't do the others. But absolutely make sure you're doing this one. Right. So let's talk about what it measures and why. Uh, you know, what, as an example, let's compare it. Uh, I have uh, taken a DISC assessment, D-I-S-C, and it'll, it's these sort of four personality types. And, and it's like, hey, you're off the charts on I and you're really low at S and you're a little bit at D and you're a little bit at C, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and again, that's a helpful one. I, I like the DISC assessment. Uh, but the working genius, what is the output? Like, how does it measure itself? Uh, yeah. The Enneagram's got one through nine or whatever, and you're a two and you have a wing number three or wing, whatever, right? Yeah. So what, what, what is the, uh, what is the measurements for this? What are they measuring? And then how do they then categorize those measurements? Yeah. So, so think of it high level as this is, if left to your own nature, how would you go about solving problems, seizing opportunities, um, naturally, they give you the most joy, the most energy and, 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 and the most, um, and you're probably the best at it. And, and what they do is they, they, they measure you. Everybody gets an output of six possibilities. You have two geniuses, you have two competencies and you have two frustrations. And I want to caveat this. I'm going to give you what I mean by each of those, uh, those categories. You can do anything. So just because you come out a certain way, don't like go, well, then I can never do that activity again. Because you have right. to, as a human, do things that are outside of your 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 genius, right? It, to, to like live and function with other people. It's just, yeah. you don't want to build a life or a team around you always having to operate outside of your genius. You want to grow towards where more of what you're doing is your genius and less of it is those other things. Um, so the, the three areas I want to I want to give you a, like a, a, a analogy with, when you're operating in your genius, it's kind of like you poured hot coffee into a Yeti and then you put a lid on that Yeti. You're going to stay hot a long time. When you're in that genius, you just have a ton of energy for it. Uh, it even almost gives you energy, even though you may be tired. Mm, yeah, let me, let, me interrupt, let me interrupt right yeah. there, Wes. I think that right there is the like, 
it's not a plus, it's like a squared. Yeah. Right. A two plus two or a 10 plus 10. Right. It, it's not, a, it goes from not even addition or multiplication, but that whole idea. And again, it's fun. I love that example, Wes, of the Yeti or, yeah, uh, we got, we got cups uh, for Christmas from our office. And there's this like the joke in our office is that one person, and again, think about this from a productivity standpoint. There's a person in our office that poured coffee and then they, uh, put it in their bag and they took it to work and they put it in a fridge. And in this thermos, put it in the fridge, left it there all day. And then at night, they had forgotten to eat their lunch. So it'd been in the fridge and they took it home and they're unpacking their lunch. And they're like, oh, I forgot my coffee. I forgot my lunch. And open it up. It's still piping hot. And think about that. Like, oh, that's an impressive thermos. But like, think about that as an employee. Think about that as your own work. Like, what if your work gave you more energy? It's like a self-perpetuating in a positive way, right? Yep. It's like a healthy addiction, a healthy habit, right? And it just creates more and more excitement. I can't wait to get back to work. And and that's what it will identify, right? That's the geniuses, right? For the, tell me the phrase for that. But am I right? The genius? Bet. Yeah. So the two geniuses, that's what you want to make sure you identify. Now, here's a question. Another reason I love the test. Can you fail the test? You cannot fail the test. This is an all <laughs> pass. It's uh right. Yeah. No, it's it. The great thing about these is people are, are wired so differently and we're meant to to really play beautiful music together. It's kind of like a band. Um, you could be the one man band, and you're but you're limited on the kind of music you can play. When you begin to add other people, you could have extraordinarily talented people. But if they're a great drummer and you have them on guitar, that's probably not a great use of their of their musical ability. Or if they're just playing a different song at a different pace. So these are designed to kind of get everybody on the same page. Andy, to say, what is your genius? What are your competencies? What are your frustrations? And I'll speak to the other two in a second. And let's let's blend them together in a way where what we play is beautiful and everybody likes it and we get joy mm-hmm. from it. There Again, as I say all this, there's always things with any role that you just got to do. And it's like, you're not your favorite thing to do, but it's like to be a functioning member of any team. You, you're doing it for now. It's just, you don't want to style your life around it. Um. So, so when I'm thinking about the other two, so that's your genius. Your genius is you stay hot a long time and to stay with the Yeti analogy, when you're in your, uh, your competency, it's just kind of like you took the lid off the Yeti. So you still have energy for it. You may even be good at it. It's just, you run out of steam faster than what you would when you got the lid on and when you're in your genius. Yeah. Um, the frustration is like you took the lid off the Yeti and you drilled a hole in the side. Um, you, you mm-hmm. ran out of gas pretty quick, uh, for it. So that those, those are, like I said, you have to do some of those things that are not your, not your competency or your genius, their frustrations. You just want to be aware. And that's again, awareness, awareness of how you're wired. It is so, so good when it comes to being a part of a team, because you can just understand where you might get in the way and where you might yeah. want to turn it up. Um, and, and just mentally tell yourself, okay, I've got to, I'm going to engage my genius or I got to use my frustration just to do this thing across the line. Um, it, it's a healthy way to, th- to think about it. I wonder too, Justin, if you could chime in. Uh, have you found yourself on a day you're in your genius? Does the clock go by fast or slow? And, and, and specifically, do you know what, what are the things that are your genius? Yeah, so I'm at, I'm at D and an E. So for those that aren't familiar, I'm discernment and enablement. So my 
the how they break it down in that pairing is I'm an intuitive, empathetic advisor and team player, selfless and compassionate in providing others with what they need in the right way. That's the the book definition. So what that looks like for me is is when I have an opportunity to we're talking through ideas and brainstorming, whether it's with a client mm-hmm. or within the team for something we're doing on the backside, when I can use my intuition and, and look for a path forward and then that's taken and received well. Like that excites me. And then from there, it's how can I come alongside and help? Like what what do we need to move forward? Like I'm excited to help now that we've decided on a path forward and do that. So when that's happening, it goes by real fast for me. Time flies. Mm. I'm excited to operate Netflix. I'm looking for the for more of that type of opportunity. Moving on, how can we keep doing this? The the things that even when I'm operating my genius, I've been with other companies before. Um that before I, I was even aware of this this assessment where yeah i might be in that position to operate the same way but like there's a crave and a crush side that they talk about for each genius so for me is the discernment side like i crave being trusted and my opinion being valued the crushing is like to prove you actually have any idea what you're talking about right like the intuition thing it's not trusted and people don't agree with it because like oh you only have you know, five years versus 20 years experience here. Like, yeah, I'd, why don't you just sit this one out and, and, and let us who have more experience in it, right? Like that's the, in that place, even though I'm operating in my my genius, that's crushing. That'll take the energy right out of me. Mm, okay, okay. Wes, go ahead and if you could share the, the what are the six? Yeah, let me let me rapid fire to these at a high level. So the, the acronym for this is the word widget. So W-I-D-G-E-T. So we, w- when you're using these, that's, that's the kind of flow of work. And here's the way they work. So W is the genius of wonder. And that is a natural gift of pondering the possibility of greater potential and opportunity in a given situation. So people with the genius of wonder, they, they ask incredibly good questions. They don't have the answers necessarily, and depending on what their other geniuses are, but they can sit back and in, in, in light of taking their environment and ponder things and and they just love pondering things and 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 come up with new questions on questions and are great people to have in the creative process because they are going to ask the question everybody forgot to ask um that that don't have that genius the genius of invention which is the next one that's i and and that's the natural gift of creating original and novel ideas and solutions um so so when you have the genius of i you you get it within the same room with a with somebody that's got a w and man, you're going to go, that is a good question. And here's seven solutions. Now, all your solutions aren't going to be good, but that's even the process of an eye is, is really getting through so many solutions that you move through the least effective ones to the more effective ones um, in, in the process. But you are really, you, need, you have a ton of energy for that brainstorming, next idea. This is a way around this. This is a way to solve this problem. Um, the genius of discernment is next, D. D is the natural gift of intuitively and instinctively evaluating ideas and situations. So what is great, and Justin alluded to this earlier, because I'm, I'm, uh, we'll come back to this. I'm an ID, invention discerner. Yeah, is, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I can be in a room and I'm coming up with ideas and, and we're, uh-huh. we're kind of workshopping these ideas. And Justin can be really great and complimentary to say, hey, yeah, that's a good one. That one probably needs more work. What you just said, um, if we're going to functionally do that, take that back into the workshop and kind of, you know, s- s- mess with it a little bit. Because a discerner, sometimes it's really tough to discern your own stuff. Um, and so have another sometimes, people. Sometimes? 
Sometimes. Okay. Uh, I would say only on only on days that end in Y yeah. do I trouble with that issue. But what's it, what is interesting is like you talk about the heart of an inventor is the most crushing thing is to say, uh, shut it down, shut the, shut the creative process down by saying that won't work. And here's all the reasons why, which is why it's really important to know who else is on your team. Cause there's moments where they know they need to get out of their own way when you're still in the I phase of, of things yeah. or the D phase. Um, G, which is galvanization. That's the natural gift of intuitively and instinctively a value. I'm sorry, the natural gift of rallying and inspiring and organizing others to take action. So, so when you have the G, the, the galvanizer, you just get so much energy from getting behind a mission and a vision and getting yeah. the people to do what needs, what needs doing to, to right. help cross the line. Um, the, by the way, of, of our observation so far, G is the, the, um, there's I, I, everybody we've taken, we've done hundreds of these with advisors and Lentioni's group's done, you know, thousands and thousands. Sure. G seems to be the least, po- the, 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 the least of the geniuses rare, as far as the population really. wise. Um, huh. Does that and, make it, does that make it most valuable? I don't think it makes the most valuable because you need everything in the mix. Yeah. But if you don't yeah. have it and, and like, it's a competency for me, I can do it. It's just not something that I okay. want to build my yeah. life around. So I'd rather go find those folks and make sure they're a part of the team. Um, like we've got Dallas who's on our team and he's got G and, and, and you can tell when you work with him and you watch the way he works, it's like, he loves this, what he's doing right now. And for me, I'm like, mm. why aren't they just doing it? They should just, <laughs> supposed to get it done. Um, uh, then, then you got E, which is enablement and enablement. Oftentimes people that hear it, that they have it, they're like, well, that didn't sound good. Sounds yeah, like, it's like I read books. I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. yeah. My counselor told me that that's a bad thing, you know? And, and totally yeah. not. Enablement is so valuable. It, it is the natural gift of providing encouragement and assistance for projects and ideas. People who have enablement, they really want to help. When they believe in, the, in what's going on, they want to come alongside and say, what can I do to make sure this is a success? How can I move this thing forward and, and just help? They care a lot about the people part of it. And, and uh, when they trust the people around them, they, they want to get in there and help. And then T, tenacity, sounds very close sometimes to enablement. Tenacity is a natural gift of pushing projects or tasks to completion to achieve results. Um, different is T, if you don't have E, T might, like we've got Preston in our office. He's T and, and is one of his geniuses. E is his frustration. So he can kind of care less about helping. As if he doesn't think he's going to be able to finish, don't ask him. Because he wants to bring that thing to completion. But he is a great finisher. And if you give, if you say, hey, this is where we're going together. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I think we need to build to accomplish that or do. He will, with tenacity, move and push forward until that project is done and complete. Um, really? And so all of these things. Now, a lot of times you get combinations, which are a lot of fun. And we we, we can talk about those with our team. Um but here's one thing I want to caveat every single one of these is all are important to, to doing good work. All of them are important to uh, living a life that is increasing profitability and quality of life. And, and, and you have to understand where yours gets in the way and where yours, you need to step on the gas. And then when, you, when sometimes the language you use, if we like, here's the deal. I'll, I'll use me as an example. I'm an ID. So we'll be in a meeting and something will come up. Oh, hold on I, real quick, real quick. Sorry, real quick. Yeah. Hold that. I, again, being, I, w- I want to make sure people yeah. understand. Invention and invention. D being discernment. Okay. All right. And so, so keep in mind, we, we've got a lot of ETs, enablement, tenacity, that that's their genius. And maybe ID is is their frustration. So 
that's where self-awareness comes in because the people who are not self-aware can be jerks, right? That's just the functionality of life. They, they run over people. They shut down ideas on any, on any end of the spectrum here. And by the way, just you, you can have two people with the same working genius. One of them's a jerk. And when I'm so, I was so going to say, I, I can they're be not. a jerk. I can be a jerk, but then I go, listen, I know that was a jerk thing to say. And I apologize. Other jerks are like, what? I wasn't made a jerk. What? And you're like, yeah, okay, you should believe like I believe. You know, you're, you're yeah. not doing like I do. When you have honor of a team to understand they, they have that gifting and they can, you know, there are some times where I just have to say, guys, you just need it. You got to trust my discernment on this. And when you have yeah. enough, you know, credibility with the right team, they often do. Doesn't mean they don't push back. I mean, you, you want that in, in some regard. But sometimes, like as an example, when you understand this about yourself, and I, I start knowing, like we'll be in a team meeting, and and something comes up, and I'm like, oh, you know what we could do? And I'll start, and I, I have to stop, and I tell our team, I say, hey, well, guys, listen, listen, I am not telling, so I'm not saying we're going to do this. I'm I, I'm eyeing right now. I'm inventing. So don't shut me down with why it won't work because I need to I need to go through some iterations of this before it gets to where it needs to be. So just let me eye for a little bit. Or sometimes it'll be like ET being my frustration. Our team will go, Hey, we're stuck in moving this particular project forward. We need your E and your T today. And here, and here's where we need it. And you know what? You can do anything for a little while. So then I go, yeah, no, it's going to help the team get us where we want to go. Let me, let me plug in and use that. It's just, you don't want to build a life around that. You want to align people to where they're most of the time working in their genius. Um, as little crossover as possible to the frustration and then mildly in your, in your competency. So let me ask this, uh, because it's one thing to go, Hey, listen, I'm an ID. Great. Okay. You know that, but then it's like, and you know, it's in a drawer. It's, you know, it's kind of set aside. Um, let me, let me offer this. And then you tell me if, if this is an accurate uh, process. I'm sure you've got more to add here, but let's just say I've never, I don't know anything about it. I take it. Instead of going, okay, good to know, and you set it aside. I assume that there is then this like, hey, you need to study all six of them. So you know you're two and you're two and you're two. And then you need to probably do some assessment of your your schedule and say, Oh, that's why I hate my life on Wednesday morning because <laughs> I do this, I do these things that I hate. And I, you know. No. Uh so again, it's understanding yourself with the two, two, and two, the genius, the competency, and the frustration. Yep. Right. And so know those, understand all six. Don't just study the, the, the geniuses. You, you understand the others and then look at your schedule, your, your job responsibilities and, and assess. Oh, I see. That's literally like, oh, that's why I don't like those days. But you know what? I got to suck up. It's a competency and I, I it's my job. I got to do that. Yep. Right. Or gosh, that's a frustration. And then I guess that would be maybe the third step is after you evaluate what you're doing to say, do, do, should I be the one doing those things still? Tell me how you can begin to apply and understand and use the working genius. And I think we'll wrap up. You bet. So I, I think one critical way is you, you, exactly as you said, Andy, you leave it printed out of, of your team's working genius on the desk so that you mm-hmm. can regularly just interface with it to say, that, oh, that's, that's the way they approach things. And this is the way they are. We go over this as a team, generally at least once every other quarter to say, hey, let's just renew minds because everybody's mind works different. But I think every quarter, one of the single greatest activities you can do is go through, all right, what is our win as an organization? Back that down into, all right, what, how are we accomplishing that win? What's our process? And then what's all the stuff that I do that is helping people move forward to that win? We call it a task matrix. And, and on this, the show notes to this, we'll have the ability for people to get a free download 
of of our task matrix um, samples that we use, and um, and they can they can look through and you can customize it to be your own. But I we do two 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 scores. One is okay of right now the way our team is shaped out of a 10 to five or a one, what, what activity is this as it relates to bringing value to our organization? If it's a 10, it's critical um, and critical. I do it based on where mm-hmm. we are right now. If it's a five, it's, it's, it's still important. It's just probably somebody else could do it uh, on, on the team. If it's a one, we probably need to stop doing it because some ideas do expire. Um, second mm-hmm. column is how much enjoyment do I get out of this activity? Or how much joy do I have out of this right now? Here's what's fascinating. So that's really where with your genius next to you is very helpful. You go through and it is surprising uh, uh, that, that how accurate this is of the mm-hmm. things that if it, it's a it's a 10, it's like, I love this. Well, 10 things for me have everything to do with invention discernment. Um, and, and so those are those are there. Five things, it's like my competency, which is wondering galvanization. And then the other stuff, the T&E stuff is like always showing up on there. Now, so, but sometimes too, even things that are my genius, if they score low in my level of enjoyment, it's because I'm not given enough time to do them. So it doesn't mean like I hate this activity. It means I could free up space to do this more. My joy level would go through the roof. An ideal day for me would look like this. And then you just functionally go, all right, well, in light of all that, do we need to shuffle some duties around to, to more align with everybody's geniuses, take some stuff off the plate? Do we need to hire somebody? And if so, what does their genius need to look like in order to really love what we're going to ask them to do? Um, so that's a, it's a great way forward. Yeah. You know, I, one of the difficult things is, uh, you know, I'm reminded of like, uh, Justin, tell me if I'm saying this right, like a topography map. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like I've seen a topography map. I remember going hiking for a week in North Carolina and they're looking at the map and I'm like, okay, I know that's a map. And I know all those things mean something, but like, I don't, like, I don't, you'd have to help me understand the words and what I'm looking at before I could then like use the map. Right. Am I, am I thinking about that? Right. Right. So the, the, the whole topography thing, is that, is that accurate? Yeah. From a topographical view, when you're looking at it and how it aligns. And I can tell you for personal experience, how we learn it, it's, it's one of those things that until it clicks, it's another language. It really is. Welcome to the working genius, friend. That's right. <laughs> Until it clicks, it's a different language. And that's why, you know, again, do not, you have been warned, do not listen. You will hate the working genius podcast if you go listen to the latest episode and not the first one. Because you'd be like, yeah. start with one. It's, it's even, it's even infuriating because they're like, oh, oh yeah, it's a, I'm an E. And you're like, what are you talking about? You guys are so weird. You know what I mean? Because it's like this language, right? Uh, and so you, you have to know the terms for the map. And then you can use the map. And without it, it's useless. You know, wow. give me a topography map that's accurate. You know, your, your working genius might be really accurate, but if you don't understand the terms, it's useless to you. Yeah. So take the and, time and, to learn that. And take the assessment. The assessment's like 25 bucks on their site. So it's, they wanted to price it to where it's so, super accessible to everybody. Um, and this is true whether you're the point owner, lead advisor, or whether you're a team member. Can you imagine what it would mean to me, uh, you know, uh, is somebody coming in saying, hey, these are the things that I'm good at and why. And, and if I can align my duties like this, I'm going to be so much more effective in this role for you. What a, what a great like, like attitude that is towards things, which is why we do this as a team. And people tell me that. They're like, Wes, if I can do less of this and more of this, 
I, I, I'm going to be way, we're going to be way more impactful as, as a team. So yeah, take, take the assessment, um, listen to the, the, the podcast that started episode one and, and just, just spend a little bit of time with it. And it, it doesn't take long to pick it up. It's just got to click. Absolutely. And it's worth it. It's worth it for yourself. And, um, you know, it's, it's, again, it's identifying the blind spots. It's not going to fix them. Uh, but to know they're there and to be able to detect that is really a game changer for you. And then obviously, as we talked about within the hiring process, uh, you can't fail the test, right? That's you can right. only fail to take the test and fail to be aware. Uh, you know, and so I think, I think there's a lot of power in that. Lencioni uh, as well, uh, is just a very credible person. Like I just really trust his materials. They really complement each other very well. Uh, I trust his company as a whole, and I know there's more you could learn from it. Um, my last tip Wes already gave, but I'm going to reinforce it before we wrap up. Print off your 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 assessment results. And I bought one, Wes, but I, you know, full disclosure, a little personal here. I love to laminate things. Anytime I laminate something, it suddenly its importance, you know, goes up 10, 20, 30 fold, right? And Andy, I laminate as a, as a friend of yours for a while, I've been the uh, beneficiary of many of your laminates. So I thought I, I, I think I have. I think I have shared the abundance of my, you know. But yeah, I'm the I'm the guy buying my own laminator because I'm like, I'm you know, uh put it like on an agenda and sent like, why is this laminate? I'm like, because it's important. Okay. Uh but I, I would put it on the wall. I'd put it on the wall and I would keep it as a reminder uh of its importance and, and go back to it. Because we are creatures of habit, as Wes talked about so much, we just do things automatically, and and you shouldn't always be doing things automatically. Uh, that that's not the right place to be. So, Wes, I want to give you the last word, and then I'll wrap this up. Yeah, I, I would go back to that quote that we were talking about earlier. Um, that has everything to do with with the power of personality, which is that Paul Harris quote that personality has the power to uplift, power to depress, power to curse, and the power to bless. To be a blessing to those around us and uplift, really, the more you have understanding of yourself and of the the, ver- the, the things that your team has as far as their geniuses, it, 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 it will be such a different experience than an unaware leader or an unaware team. The best leaders in the world, the best teams in the world, there is no right genius for them. It's that they're aware of those geniuses and they work hard to build a cadence and a rhythm and seeing beautiful music as a result of that. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you for listening to today's show. We want to encourage you uh, to implement, right? These, these are, we, we didn't say, you know, go, go, you know, invest $10,000 in something or whatever. It, it, it is a very small thing that can have a major, major impact in the way that you see yourself and the way that you see your uh, staff and the way that they see themselves. And also just in the operational, uh, you know, uh, being, being really running at uh, your highest potential. Uh, and which is what everybody wants. Uh, and, and that comes from knowing yourself and from other people knowing themselves and working in their geniuses and not in their saturation. Uh, so again, thank you for listening to today's show. And we'll be back next week with another great one. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thanks,